up, guys? Welcome to Nuff Said, episode two. Great to have you guys tuning in for the next episode. We got we some are. got some friends of mine. Uh, we're going to be talking about, it's going to be a jam-packed show today. We have Griffin, Joyner, Chris Teschlog. I oh, yeah. got it. You got it that time, yeah. Paul Hansen. We're all entrepreneurs. Uh, very talented guys. We're going to have a great show today. I'm going to... I'll let you guys take it. Introduce yourself. Tell me some a talent, skill, trick. You guys have some that people don't know. Magic. And yeah, you want to start off, Griffin? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Magic man. Back, yeah, back when I lived in Utah, I did. It's the most embarrassing thing, but I did magic for like little kids' birthday parties, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is yeah. I know everybody's like, ooh, wow, crazy. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I did. Moving on to moving right. on to Chris. Yeah. So. Um, one thing that I did, I used to perform like guitar and singing at uh, my job back in uh, PA. I would do like small, like small stuff. Not Didn't like, you work at McDonald's? I did for two and a half years. <laughs> so it was did awful. You, did you just play in the corner? <laughs> I did actually bring in my guitar one time and played at McDonald's. It was actually well, a lot of fun. That's how you get tits. I bet. Nah, you do what you gotta do, man. Oh, of course. <laughs> what you got? What you got for us? Um, let's see. So I did um a lot of sports. Always a lot um hiking, a lot of outdoors stuff, hiking the forest and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Paul's a beast, guys. Uh, Paul's an athlete. Monster. Yeah. He loves the outdoors, too. right? Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of sports, um, some mixed martial arts. Whoa, I didn't I didn't know you did mixed martial arts. A fighter. Whoa. Man, Paul's crazy, man. Yeah, Him and James, man. Freak of nature. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, James is going to the Olympics yeah, for yeah. Uh, mixed martial arts. Yeah. Or jiu-jitsu. James. Yeah, one of no our friends. friends. James one of our friends. No yeah. way. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going for jiu-jitsu. Oh, God. Yeah. So, and, okay, Mateo, let the fans know. The fans at home, what about yourself, man? Oh, about me? Yeah, come on. What you mm. got? What you got? About me. You hide. I, I actually am somewhat a good singer. Really? My okay. mother was a singer. Mm. Um, my sisters don't sing, but I always did sing. And gotcha. my dad, my mom was like, you're a pretty good singer, Mattel. She would always ask me, you want to come with me? We can go to a show. You can sing in front of, in front of <laughs> a few of my friends. I always said no because it's like, you know, singing in the shower. Yeah, but that's cute. Yeah. Though. That's yeah. cute. I like I that. Like, yeah. Most people don't know that, but. Let me hear some. <laughs> God no! Yeah, drop, drop him. That's the, that's a that's the episode 100 special. It's just uh, Mateo <laughs> singing for 45 minutes. <laughs> I'll be waiting. There we go. That's All right, a, Mateo. What's what what are we talking about today, man? Uh, you know, we're gonna start off with a quote. We always start off with a quote every episode. So today's quote is: Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. This is by Eleanor Roosevelt. And I want to get your guys' opinion on how you feel about it. Do you think that's true? Does that apply to everybody? Yeah. I mean, so take it away. Yeah, Paul's nodding his head over there. Get uh, in there, man. I agree with that one. That seems 100% true because, like, if you are an entrepreneur, you have to think like an entrepreneur. You have to surround yourself with people who are similar-minded. And then if you're, like, someone small-minded – you 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 who talk about the entrepreneurs you you who don't talk about um uh, designing something or building something mm. yeah okay. definitely like yeah. the small-minded part that he brought up in the quote definitely uh talking about people worrying about other people more than you worry about yourself definitely will set you uh behind the, on the ideas or what you want to do 
Definitely. To to clarify, Eleanor Roosevelt is a woman, but I respect it. Did I say he? You sure did. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. It works, it works. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I fully agree. Um, it, especially with the um, average minds discussing events, I feel like that's what everybody does, like for the most right. part. Especially with social media and stuff like that. Like with everything, uh, all of the big events that are happening. You've got corona. You've got all the protests that are happening. That's what people are talking about. Um, but I, I agree when the, the people who are actually making change are, are talking about larger ideas. 100%. I feel like also people really talk about all three of those things, Yeah. to be honest. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all entrepreneurs. Yes, we discuss great ideas, but I talk about events. I talk about other people in my life. It sure. could be my family. It could be my friends. Sure. So, yeah, all three of those things are great in my opinion. Yeah. So, I agree with I think they're all positive, but I think you kind of have to establish a positive, um, like, dichotomy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, with the rule of design, you're looking at, like, the uh, 70-20-10 rule or something like that. And I think you could probably apply something similar here of, like, you should be talking about ideas the majority of the time, uh, events a little less, and then people people a little less than that. Even less than that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Uh, Yeah, so today I was just thinking about just people in general. Uh, how we treat each other and I feel that I personally me I like to bring out the best in other people I mm-hmm. like to be kind to everyone I, obviously here I'll oh, be kind be kind be kind <laughs> but like actually being kind sure and it can be something small something big just even like when sm- no one is watching even when no one's watching and if you don't get a positive reaction mm-hmm. right a positive response from somebody because I, I can tell you I've said, hey, how you doing? Try to make conversation. People, some people don't respond. Yeah. yeah. But you just got to keep going. And, like, that's just who I am. Like, I want to just be not lovable, but, like. <laughs> just come off, like, as a friendly guy. So yes. Can talk yeah. To. Yeah. yeah. I feel like people need that, you know? Mm. Oh, so yeah. have those little conversations throughout the day that you remember, too. It's like, oh, that guy yeah. was a great guy. He was really nice. Yeah. Super you know? nice. Yeah. Well, and even because I, I remember, at it, least it, for me personally, I don't know about you guys, but but when I met Matteo, he just like went out of his way to chat with me, and I was like, I, I was like, man, that was cool, because most people don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, yeah, it's it's the really small things that that can change change things. Like I, that changed my perception of him, and it also it, it improved my day. And I, yeah. I think that's the same for for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. I don't remember the first time I talked to Mateo, but the longest conversation, I think we were up until almost like 5 a.m. just chatting <laughs> away about literally anything and everything. Yeah. And that's when I was like, this guy's, this guy's pretty legit. I'm pretty, I, I'm cool with that. I'm Dude, cool I had class that. the following morning. Yeah. I, <laughs> like 9 a.m. Dude, I didn't have nothing. I was going to go on a run. It didn't happen. But you know what? It was worth it. It was definitely worth the discussion we had. It was a good night, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed talking with you a lot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that uh also like we could talk about just like we said before we're all entrepreneurs guys. Mm-hmm. Uh we all are going into different uh niches in terms oh, yeah. of entre- the entrepreneurial uh career. So when we first all got to campus, we all go to FGCU. Everyone's here is from FGCU. Represent. Represent. Our freshmen. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh so I think coming together i think we mesh really well too i think everyone like we talk about this everyone on our floor super uh, friendly super friendly Mm -hmm. it took maybe a couple days to break the tension sure sure but that kindness i'm telling you people react to that man it's like wildfire and it makes it easier to approach people it makes it easier just to be yourself knowing that 
you're talking to someone who is just putting on a friendly face and, and just seeming inviting and warming. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that today. Yeah. I, I think it has to be another thing, though, is that it's got to be authentic, right? Because there's a ton of people who are – y- people can smell when you're being, like, fake nice or something mm-hmm. like that a mile away. If you're going to somebody – like – sarcasm yeah yeah or like i i can imagine uh like celebrities and stuff probably have to deal with that all the time right of people who are just like kissing their feet all day just because they're celebrities like they don't genuinely care about the person but having a genuine vested interest just in other people um equal to or more than yourself that's that's where the genuine uh, I think benefit comes from. So like when you can actually create a connection with somebody, yeah, you yeah. feel like you actually like walk away and you gain something out of the discussion or conversation For or sure. exchange that you had with that person. Yeah, just a genuine interest about other people, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, the celebrity world's weird, man. Oh, 100%. It, it's re- it's it's a bubble. Like before COVID, it was a bubble. You go to LA, it's a totally different world. Mm-hmm. So you know what what those celebrities deal with well that's why it's like a blessing and a curse mm. right fame sure you have millions of fans that love and adore you but you also have to deal with those people on yeah. a daily basis yeah. which can be taxing and exhausting right mm-hmm. especially like yeah and you also have the haters too oh yeah oh yeah the haters, the haters. <laughs> they're out there dog yeah. <laughs> well and it's also i mean there's like the the people who love celebrities, right? It's just they, they love uh, probably like the the social media versions, I guess, or or, or what they've they've portrayed. They they don't know the individual, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. so they're they're falling in love with something that's that's a little bit fake. And I think that's why I mean celebrities have a tough time with relationships and stuff like that too. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. Weird, I feel like man. the biggest problem with being a celebrity is. Uh, just finding somebody who's not going to be going after you because you are a celebrity. They're more invested in the person that is you, yeah. not the person that you put on for show. Yeah. Well, and I think that's also why you see celebrities get together all the time, right? Because for I feel like there's if you were just it's kind of like how like we get all together because we're like yeah entrepreneurs. yeah they get all together because they're actors yeah it's but if, like if Robert Downey Jr. In, was in this room right like we would yeah. we would all be asking questions to Mr. Yeah. Downey right yeah. and and that's the same case with with those people and I, I feel like like if I was a celebrity you know <laughs> um, but like if that was the case and you're in a relationship or something there's that like lingering part in the back of your mind like what if it's just for my money or or what if it's just for the fame or something else but with your with another other celebrity I, I think it's or, or at least that's why that happened so much because they're they're similar people at that point they they understand the the problem the, the gift and curse that that is the being fame. fame yeah yeah being fame yeah having the fame <laughs> yeah there you go yeah I, I completely agree would, would you say there's levels to fame mm. oh yeah right you 100%. know Jeff Bezos Elon Musk they're famous oh yeah right and then you have other companies like let's say oracle mm. or amway yeah w- would you know the creator of amway or the, the the founder of amway i don't think i would but he's no. he has a lot of money <laughs> he's successful could we separate fame from success because you can be uber successful yeah and people 
don't know who you are unless you're driving like a Lambo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it also it depends on what you're defining as like success, right? right? Because I don't know the names of the Rockefellers, but I know they're incredibly rich. Right. They're super, yeah. super rich and super, super successful. But even if, um, let's say, the CEO of a big company, like Elon Musk or something, his wealth is probably comparable if you're looking at assets and everything else to the, to the Rockefellers, but I have no clue who they are, right? I just know they got a lot of money. So it, I think it depends on what you're, what you're looking at there. Chris, it looks like you you were going to say something. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just listening to what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I agree completely. It's more of like uh, when it's a corporation, you see the corporation, but it's like the corporation versus the face. I feel like in order to be famous, it's whichever comes first, really. Yeah. If yeah. you're putting the face out there like Elon Musk does, before he kind of Tesla came around and everything that he was doing with that, yeah, it's more of like you see him for the person. You yeah. don't see him as Tesla. Well, or like right. I could say, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Don Cheadle. No idea. Yeah, I know Don. Don Cheadle. Cheadle yeah. War Machine. The, We're talking. Yeah, Marvel. He's, he's if you're Mar- Marvel fans oh, out yeah, there, yeah, yeah. but the vast majority of people don't know who Don Cheadle is, but they know who Robert Downey is. True. Right? I, I, I would argue that I think a good amount of people know who Don Cheadle is. He's a he's a well established actor. Maybe more people would know who Robert Downey is for sure. Mm. Iron Man, like come on, I knew who he was when I was little. I had the helmet on Man, yeah. in the garage. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just like that. don't sleep on Don Cheadle. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm not sleeping on Don Cheadle. I mean, it's just like I, there, there are those. There's layers for sure. There's yes. definitely levels. Yeah. Or like the the guy from Stranger Things, the cop. You know, I don't know who he is. I never watched Stranger Things, oh, but well, never mind. That's I'm sorry. I mean. Imagine having I mean, yeah, bad taste. It's just like the idea that all those people in Stranger <laughs> Things can be famous. Yeah, yeah. Right. And we have no idea who their names are, but it yeah, doesn't make yeah. them any less successful. Yeah, there's varying right. levels for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Fame. Fame. Would you want it? I don't know. Oh yeah. I, I would say no. Yeah. For me, it's a no. Like, I, I'd want. I, yeah. I value this. This brings up actually an interesting conversation: privacy, right? Mm. Privacy. Ooh. I personally, when it comes to me, there are a lot of things in my life that I want to keep private. Sure. So I, I don't know. I, I couldn't handle what I don't know. Let's say Miley Cyrus, uh, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. You know, big dresses. name guys. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't handle that. Like, I would break down. Oh, it'd be terrible. Everyone knowing your business, mm-hmm. like I value that as a person, especially yeah. as an entrepreneur. That's what. That's part of the reason. Like, I went into entrepreneurship because you can become uber successful or so much successful mm. on your own. On your own, exactly. Yeah. Right. But it's also drive a pickup truck. You can have success without fame for right. sure, well, and yeah. that that I think is that's the gold standard right. it, 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 of what I would enjoy. Well, least. you're talking about like fame as the person that you are. Like, let's say you become famous as a singer. Like as you were describing with Lady Gaga and all that. Sure. Versus you being famous as somebody who creates the next like flying cars. I something. would prefer Or that. like a product. Like let's say, yeah, yeah. you know, Yeti. Like a company like Yeti. I'm yeah. sure whoever made that is making decent money. Absolutely. I think another thing you could talk about is uh, materialism. Mm-hmm. Materialistic things. Like people with money. Do all people that ha- are successful and have money, do they all drive luxurious cars? No. I can tell you no. Yeah. It, it depends on the person, right? Yeah. You got some people that like shiny things. You have other people who are more low key and like that privacy thing. I know my father uh, is friends with, uh, good lord, I'm forgetting his name, but he owns a brick company. Mm. 
makes millions of dollars. Oh, for sure. He drives a pickup truck. You would never know. Yeah. That that's the guy I want to be. Oh, of course. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> Driving that like the, Toyota the, sedan. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember when I was when I was like a little kid, um, my grandma, uh, rest her soul, right? Um, she she always said people who have it don't have to flaunt it. Um, and I I just really like that just in general because I think that's super super true and the most because I've met people who make millions and millions of dollars before and there are some obnoxious ones and there are some cool ones and the cool ones are typically not the ones who have been like yeah, you know, uh, my last trip to Fiji. Like, yeah, yeah, and and they've got the, their frosted tips and their giant Rolexes and, and everything Super else. It's like, come bougie. on, man, it, it just just be a person. Yeah, can you yeah. be a person? Is that okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, big thing that I heard. Uh, I can't remember the name of the guy or who who I learned it from, but there's the separation between somebody who is rich and somebody who's wealthy. Mm. The rich person is the one who flaunts their wealth, and then eventually after x amount of time they lose that and then they lose who they are essentially because they were that materialistic person that's what they are yeah somebody who's wealthy is maybe living on some minimalistic standard Mm. but they're gonna hold on to their money or all their capital for a longer period of time and be able to live the life they want to live yeah well that that does that's the thing there's um this concept in uh buddhism and and taoism and and eastern stuff talking about how there's kind of two selves there's the egoic self and then there's the true self um Mm. and the true self is just genuine consciousness and human experience so i see something i smell something i hear something i touch something right that's you that you are a conscious thing um and then all of your thoughts and this this whole persona that you create that's that's the much more egoic sense of self um, and what happens is ego loves money, right? And if people, it, 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 there are some people where, where their ego becomes money. And they get lost. They get lost. Oh, yeah. So so what happens when that goes away, if that goes away, they're completely gone. They have no more sense of identity because they don't know how to dissociate from the rest of their ego. But all they have is this empty husk of something that they used to be and that's scary man i i think i think if you don't have the like i completely hear what you're saying i think if you don't have the right people around you in your life mm. you can definitely anyone can go down you know the the, yeah. the slide right yeah mm. I, I think you need to have good people around you mm. like when you become uber successful like that making a lot of money i think anyone i think it can get to anyone's head if you don't have the right people around you a, a good team for sure because it, we're human like we're weak yeah yeah you're making money you want to you want you're making a lot of money you want to figure out ways to make more money you get to a point you get to that apex where it's like like you f- almost feel untouchable mm. and so like you said about the ego you, you just need have to have people who keep you accountable for keep, your actions keep you yeah. in check right kind of thing. for sure exactly for sure. so just always going back to your roots mm. i think that's yeah. really important yeah I remember there was a, I think it's Michael B. Jordan who lives with his parents. So he doesn't, um, and he, for, he's, he's the, he's Killmonger, right? He's, he's the, the guy from Creed. Yeah. He's in yeah. Creed. Incredibly yeah. successful actor. Yeah. Ripped as hell. Super, super successful. Um, but like he stays with his parents because he, he cares about them and he, he, he's had an interview talking about why. And he was just saying, yeah, I don't want to get 
I, I don't want to become too full of myself. Like I want to stay grounded. So I, I stay with my parents because I love them. Yeah, I can respect. I, I can respect that. I think that's really cool. I don't know. I, I think that's neat. That's humble. Yeah, it does seem very humbling for somebody to put aside the because somebody who's a famous actor like him who released movies like Creed that were like blockbuster everybody like household like you could bring up Creed in a room and mo- like nine out of ten people are gonna be like oh yeah I've seen that movie oh yeah I've heard of that movie yeah and he decides over living that high life of mm-hmm. getting a mansion or getting the fastest car on the market kind of thing yeah and he just stays in his house and has his mom make him mac and cheese or whatever <laughs> home cooked meals son that's, that's nice, not a bad idea nothing better, that's nothing nice. better. Well, and there's the, I, that's why I think you have so many uh, really successful young actors and people, like young singers. Especially young on Netflix, yep. Go completely oh, yeah. off the deep yeah. end. After they lose that limelight, that success, that fame, completely off the deep end. You hear about them in rehab and all of these, because they do these terrible, terrible things to try and get uh, attention when it's gone. Right. Because that's all they have. I think, you know, I think Justin Bieber is a good example of Oh, that. yeah. You know, he didn't. I'm pretty. He didn't have his father. I think his father died early on in his life. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think he did. Uh, and so he was just looking for a father figure almost in the form of let's say Usher, because Usher helped him a lot with his career. He he brought him up. I mean, Justin Bieber was talented as all get out. Yeah. But I think there were points in his life where he he was looking. It's that self identity, looking for who he is in mm-hmm. this world, right? And we all go through that. Like, I went through that. You guys, I don't know if you've gone through that or if you're still working your, your way through. But it's mm. difficult to, to find out who you are. And a great, I, I remember I listened to Matthew McConaughey. He's another actor. I don't know if you, he's mm. from Interstellar. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Love Interstellar. Oh, yeah. Interstellar. It's, one, it's up God. there. There's the score in that movie, by the way. Oh, come on. It's ridiculous. It's, a, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing. Sorry, carry on. I, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I just really like that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's one of my favorite movies ever. But anyways, he was saying, like, he said, like, you need to eliminate who you're not, and you'll find out who you are. So, you know, if you're hanging around people that smoke, you got to cross off the list. No, I don't smoke. I don't lie. I don't cheat on my girlfriend. Mm. I don't do that. That's not me. That's not who I am. Mm. And then you, you slowly start to realize who you are. I'm a person that works hard. I have discipline. I, I'm dedicated to my academics. I love my parents. I visit, I talk to my parents, you know? And I think that's a big thing that people our age, Gen Z, we're struggling with, maybe the millennials as well, finding out who we are in this life because it is very difficult oh, for, tough, for a man. lot of people. And it's easier for others, right? Mm. It, well, maybe it comes... It mm. comes more naturally. Yes. Like they find out where they are, maybe at a younger age, what they want to do, your dream. Mm. Yes. There's a lot of people even like coming to college, they're still like, oh, I'm not sure even what I want to do yet. Oh, 100%. Yeah, a lot not, of kids. Yeah. It, that's lot. where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a lot of people that just aren't sure, like, is this for me? Yeah. Like, even the people that have decided their major. Sure. They're like, uh, maybe this isn't the thing I want to do anymore because yeah. now that I'm in the field, it's different than how I imagined in my head. Yeah, well, wasn't it something like 70%? It, there's, there's a crazy statistic out there. I would have to look it up later. But there's something like... 70% of kids end up changing their major or something like that. Um, it's a big number, yeah. A lot it's of, big. Yeah. It's big. I, I mean, it may not be that drastic, but 
it's a lot of people. It's definitely too many, too yeah. many kids are, yeah. don't know what the heck they want to do. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you, you don't have to look much further than just thinking back to when you were a kid and somebody asked you what you wanted to be when you grow up. Your plans have probably completely changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a professional soccer player. I wanted to. Right. I, Everybody's no. had that sports dream. Oh, absolutely. But when, so it was a professional soccer player later on. Before that, though, I had I had the big three. All right. Mm. I wanted to work at the Tower of Terror because <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that yeah. ride. You get like ten bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. My secondary wish was to because I did not know what this meant. I thought you just brought them to people at delivering babies. <laughs> I thought you just delivered babies like packages. Um, like, like Amazon, you just dope. bring them to people. Um, and then the third one, and it's going to sound weird, but my mother can attest to it at some point. I wanted to be a strawberry milkshake. Um, what? A strawberry milkshake. Strawberry milkshake. Is that a euphemism for something there? Like? No, I just, my my mom asked me what I wanted to be, and those are my big three. The third one was, <laughs> or a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> um, Did you, do you still love strawberry milkshakes? I, I'm still a big fan of strawberry milkshakes. Uh, uh, but is it number one? Uh, best fruit? It's, it's the best fruit uh, ever. Oh, it's I don't good. know about that. It's good. It's sweet. I do love strawberries. Yeah. But, like, come on. I'm an entrepreneur now, right? Like, that's yeah. the goal now. <laughs> it completely, completely shifts. And I think everybody's had that. I don't – there's mm, very, very few kids out there who are like, milkshake. yeah, I want to be a lawyer. And then they just go through their life as a lawyer. That just doesn't happen for at least very, very, very yeah, few people. Some people. Right. It, you, you have those rare individuals. Kobe Bryant, RIP. Uh, he talks about ever since he was little dribbling a basketball, right, in Europe. I think mm. he's, he grew up in Italy. He and look, he, one of the greatest of all time. Oh, There's just absolutely. rare people out here that they just know. Elon Musk is another guy. He talks about when he was little, he invented, he was an inventor, he was a yeah. creator, similar to Thomas Edison. Same thing that Thomas Edison and Elon Musk are very similar, in my opinion, oh, in yeah. terms of just uh, innovation, figuring, yeah. figuring out what they can do for people and add to society. And they're just they're t- they're tinkers, right? They yeah. tinker with things. Yeah. Can we just mention how Elon Musk is the goat? One hundred percent. I because I I fully believe that Elon Musk will go down in history like an influential thinker like Albert Einstein. One hundred percent. I I can see that the potential there for him. He's he's the most innovative guy in twenty twenty. Oh, for sure. One hundred. No contest. Yeah. No contest. You you hear him take one step, and he's making cars that are electricity, and then you hear him privatizing space travel, (laughs) and then he wants people on Mars. Yeah, man. People are mad at him for that, though. Privatizing? But like you know the you know the Neil Armstrong, some of those former astronauts. Yeah, yeah. They're not happy. But why? Why? I I don't. I I mean, I remember remember seeing that, but I don't remember hearing why. Why would you not want to bring something like space travel? Something that that that's that beautiful i guess something that would it could literally bring bring the probability of survival of our planet up by a significant margin to the average person why who knows what's out there oh 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. the universe <laughs> it's the universe yeah yeah it's vast man i mean it's big. we'll never know in our lifetime oh no we'll, i don't think we'll get to another galaxy in our lifetime absolutely not no. absolutely it's, just, not. it's so vast but i'd say we might land on a planet yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think sure. we'll. I think we'll begin at least by the time I die. I hope because I want to see it. Oh yeah. I want to see us begin to colonize, um, the moon or Mars, because especially yeah. the uh, the moon is something that's 
relatively close, and it also makes um, spaceflight to other planets way easier because mm-hmm. you don't have to fight against gravity as much, right? So if you're launching a mock- uh, a, mocket, a <laughs> rocket from the moon, <laughs> it's drastically, drastically easier than the Earth. And the crazy thing about it is, um, what's the YouTube channel? I think it's like Kurtzegat or something like that. It's, it's, it's Kurtzegat. It's something German, I think, and then it's in a nutshell. But they're talking about how we already have the resources to do something like that. And a proposal has gone out to the government, but they just don't want to do it because it would cost too much money. It's like, come on, man. That's why you privatize it right there. I don't think that's the biggest problem. I don't think money is the biggest issue. But, like, back to bring it uh, to bring the conversation back to uh, rare, freakish people, right? Mm. Kobe Bryant, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is a perfect example. He's insane. He is, he talks about visual. I'm. Just so you guys know, I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan. I know he's done messed up crap in the <laughs> past. Okay, he's not drinking. He's not doing coke. I don't know if he was doing coke. Don't add me at that. He's not doing any of that. He's not partying. Okay, he cooked Cowboy Cerrone, my boy Cowboy Cerrone. All right, love that man. But 40 seconds, anyways. Conor McGregor is one of those rare people that, like lightning in a bottle, right? He's, he's got the oop, drive. He's got the drive. He talks about discipline. He talks about uh, focusing on your own life, which is what I want to get into. It's a great segue. Mm. He does not care about the outside noise, right? It's all about training his family, going into the octagon, and dominating his opponent. Mm. He knows he's the best. And I think I don't like when people say, I'm going to outwork Bobby or Sarah or whoever. I don't like it because – I get you're a competitor, but also, like, why do you care? Focus on your craft, what you're doing, and get better every single day. I'm not worried about what you're doing or what you're doing. Maybe we'll catch up and talk, like, how you're doing in life. But mm. to to, ha- to wake up and say, like, I want to out-hustle The Rock or Kevin Hart. They're doing a lot of things. Like, that's not yeah. that's not what I do. I focus on my life and just working as hard as I can to be the best version of me. Yeah. And I don't worry about the rest. Well, and I I don't, I'm curious to know what you guys those are small-minded that. people. Small-minded. There you go. Yeah. There you go. From the beginning, small-minded people. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're going to like my response to them because me as like a very competitive person, uh, when I'm maybe. like practicing or when I was doing uh, wrestling and I was like really into it, I was like always thinking like I got to be making sure that I'm doing more than I'm already doing because mm. I know the person that I'm gonna about to be going up against is already doing more mm. than that. More weight, more reps. Yeah, more, more weight, more reps. I got to be practicing yeah. longer. I got to do this harder. I got to make this move better. I got to I gotta be better than you gotta who practice, I practice, practice. can be. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that the best competitor at the end of the day is going to be yourself, and you got to fight for it, right? But It's you versus you. It's, it's always you versus you. However... I do think competition 100% can be a catalyst for self-improvement. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. There's a place for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like you said, I mean, uh, back when I was trying to do, uh, when I was doing soccer in high school and, and middle school and stuff, like that's, you worked harder because you knew that your teammates were working harder and oh, you yeah. wanted to start and you wanted to play, right? And I think you can say the same thing about e- even something like uh, entrepreneurship. Or I mean, Chris is super into software engineering. I'm certain you've probably experienced that with something, uh, something like that, which is a completely academic pursuit. Competition can be an absolute catalyst for that stuff. No, sure, there's a place for it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I just think for for me, what works for me, I think I think it works for different people, right? Mm. Maybe for you, yeah. you work harder. 
knowing that someone else is pumping more iron or putting in those extra reps or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just for me, I work better just focusing on me. Yeah. And obviously, like, I'm a competitor too. Like, I, I play football. I play basketball. Like, yeah. I love to compete. There's that. There's definitely that side of me. I just think for me personally, if, when it comes to entrepreneurship, like, I just want to be the best I can. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and just get to that next level. Yeah. Just constantly level up. Because if I start thinking, for me, if I start thinking about what other people are doing, I find myself with thoughts of, oh, what, like, not self-doubt, but. Like you feel maybe unmotiv- so, yeah, like unmotivated. Unmotivated. It's a little bit of self doubt, of self doubt, a little bit of that, and yeah. I just don't like it. So that works for me, but I completely get what you're saying. Yeah, you know? well, be that dog, bro. There's also, yeah. it, but there there are it, competition can be helpful, but I, I think like what you're saying, there there are diminishing returns on that, right? Like I can't just be if if I'm always working to be like The Rock, or like Kevin Hart, or someone like that who hustles every single day. If you work to become that person, you will never go past that person, you know, because at, at one at, at some level, you have to start working against yourself because that's the only way you're going to become the actually best. the best um, or, or, or just better than you were, because there's there's this stagnant rate when you're always measuring your competition against somebody else. So it can improve you, but only to a certain extent, I think. I would um, agree with that. Yeah. 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 It's just. Different minds working in different ways. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm o- I'm always fascinated about like everybody's mindset for what they do because there's so many careers and uh, passion p- passions people have. So it's always interesting to see how they think about it, how they talk about it. Like I love talking to people about what they love. I think it's really interesting. Like my friend Jared, shout out Jared. <laughs> uh, he I was talking to him about he loves to travel. Like he went to Greece. And he had a great time. And he talked about the water, the people, the food, everything. Like, mm-hmm. I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, it just brings me joy. Like, you ever do things that just bring you joy? All whether it's talking about, it's whether it's activity. It. Yeah. You know? Just because. Just because, yeah. That's and cool. you hear them and the, and you can see their face and their smile and it just me- makes you happy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Happiness. Happiness, that, that's an interesting conversation, like happiness. Mm-hmm. Do you, would you say, like, happiness is fleeting to a certain extent? Do you say happiness is, like, a goal or happiness? Maybe not fleeting, but would you say happiness is a goal or something that you should strive to try to have every day? Happiness is a goal. It's a goal? That you want to be happy because if you're super successful and you're not happy, then it's not worth it, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, definitely the way that I at least personally shape my lifestyle is a lot of time, I mean, I'm sure all of us do it. We end up doing something that's, like, not productive. We're not getting stuff done. But what I tell myself is, is that something that, first of all, wasn't stupid? It wasn't getting – I wasn't getting myself hurt or anything along those lines. Mm. But was it something that made me happy to do? Mm. Like, let's say I was practicing guitar. Like, I love music. I love playing guitar. I love doing that stuff. So as long as I'm happy with the time that I spent doing something, then I tell myself that was not a waste of time because I spent time for myself because you should always do stuff for yourself before you do something for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's also – I think um, happiness is the – it's the movement instead of the destination. 
right? I think happiness yes. happiness yeah. is playing a guitar because when you're playing a guitar, uh, happiness is it, it's like a it's like a dancing thing. It's like a playing an instrument thing. Because mm-hmm. if you're playing a guitar, there's there's the element of play. You're not trying to get somewhere. You're you're just playing guitar because it's you're it, just playing. It makes you playing. happy. It's peaceful, right? Because I I mean if happiness and it was was somewhere you had to get then i mean there's there's that alan watts quote talking about how um if, if that's somewhere you had to be then the best orchestras in the world would be the ones who played the quickest right yeah. and and there would oh, be yeah. pieces that were just finales and and but but that's not how it is it's it's a dancing thing you know you you gotta go and i think you you have to apply that logic to life as opposed to just yeah when i do this this and this then i'll be happy or when I do this, this, and this, then I'll be happy and I'll get there. I'll get there. But if that's your mindset, then you're never actually going to find that thing because you're always going to be traveling towards something, but you're never actually going to attain it. It's a dancing thing. It's a it's a playing thing. You got to just be there, right? Yeah, you should be happy on your way there. Yeah, you got to be happy on your way to happiness. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something's not going yeah. right for you. Well, because you can have goals and stuff right like that, but you're always going to have goals or at least I hope you always have goals. And if, if accomplishing those goals is the only thing that's going to make you happy, then you're not going to be a happy person. You have to be content and peaceful with the life that you have right now, because otherwise it's, it's just going to be fleeting. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think also like when it comes to when you, when I go on Instagram or when I watch like vlogs and I see these couples taking pictures, videos, I wonder if they're actually taking in the moment, mm. you know, like sometimes when I go on trips, I'm so focused on getting that picture, yeah, getting that video, whatever it is that I kind of miss the moment. Like, let's say you're yeah. on a beach, oh, you know, the sunset. Sunset. a lot of people yeah. do yeah. that, <laughs> the sunset pics. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, the sunrise. Or sunrise I, I think yeah. the, I, I think sunsets are quite a bit prettier through your eyes than they are through your camera. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I think that's a big yeah. problem. How people are so invested on taking the picture to save the moment. But they don't ever even experience it for themselves. Sharing it with people. Yeah. Proving I was here. Why can't you just be like, why can't you just say that in your head? Why can't you just say it to yourself? Why do you have to tell everybody you were there? Why can't you just enjoy it for yourself? Why can't you just tell yourself, yeah, I went there. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Right. You're not going on that trip for somebody else to get that picture for somebody else. I mean, right. going for you. Obviously, if you're a photographer, that's a different story. But like, yeah, but that's, that's a profession. That's a, that's I mean, a job. Yeah. 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 But right. you shouldn't be doing a job for your life, especially yeah. when that's not your job. Yeah. <laughs> and like you have to have those uh, mental memories. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I think those are sweeter. Pictures are great. Like I love pictures of videos. Nothing better in the history. But there's always those moments, especially like let's say you're with your girl. Right. And I don't know, you're at Niagara Falls, right? And it's just the two of you. Mm-hmm. And you both remember, have that memory. Yeah. And it's like a special, intimate moment between you got between the two of you, right? Yeah. Those, I, I love those more because those are things I will remember for a lifetime. I don't need mm-hmm. a picture to remember that. Yeah. Same it's if I'm going. What? It's sentimental. Se- it's sentimental, exactly. Sentimental value. And for me, I really value that a lot. And I try not to take pictures yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know, or maybe you could hire someone to do it. Mm. That might be better, actually. Hire a photographer to just travel with you, take pictures here and there. Mm. That may be better instead of you doing it yourself. Yeah. But also... If you have the money. If you have the money, yeah. <laughs> if you have yeah, the money. Definitely. But I think the point is to just enjoy life as it is. Yeah. And, and not uh, take worry about what worry about 
posting a picture on Instagram mm-hmm. and, and, and broadcasting your vacation or whatever activity you're doing with everybody because yeah. people don't care. Well, least, I don't care. Yeah. Th- there's a bunch of people. I'm not there. I'm not yeah. freaking White <laughs> Sand Beach yeah. with like a smoking babe right next to me. You kidding me, man? Yeah. No, there's there's a bunch of people. If you guys ever listen, I would urge you to do this because it's just it's interesting. Um, people in interviews after something insane, like let's say climbing Everest or after like an ultra marathon or something else like that. Those occasions are often considered the most incredible occasions people have experienced in their lives, right? But they're almost completely undocumented on an individual level because you're up, if you're climbing Everest, you are going to be suffering for a long, long time. But that suffering pushes you completely into the present moment. You're not thinking about how you need to take pictures up at Everest. You're not thinking about how uh, you need to be talking about how you're feeling while you're climbing up. You're just there, right? Right. In the moment. Yeah. Just you in the mountain. Yeah. You're you're just there. And I I think that's where the the people who talk about that, they talk about how that's, that's where the joy is, you know? And, and that's why you can go to the gym and, and experience something similar. You know, if you're pushing and you're hurting and you're suffering, but you are in the present moment, you can look back on that day and say, oh, my word, that was a really, really good time that at the gym. A good pump. And I'm certain. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. certain Paul can attest to this because you've yeah. been hitting the gym for a long time, right? Yeah. 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 How, how, long, how long have you been going to the gym, Paul? Um, well, I began in the gym gym probably like a l- 10th grade probably mm. okay and i began at my house around like eighth grade mm. those are rookie numbers <laughs> <laughs> i started lifting in the second grade when i started wrestling so thanks jesus oh, yeah that basically means i'm better than you <laughs> <laughs> he was juiced up in class <laughs> teacher's like what are you taking i've been lifting <laughs> got about you guys a little juice box <laughs> a little lunch box yeah, I get three recesses a day. <laughs> Wait, I got I got to be real. I don't know if that's what a juicing up means. You uh, <laughs> <laughs> just hit a Capri Sun. <laughs> that's not it, man. Well, that's awesome, man. You know, fitness, overall health is great. Well, I'm into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Paul is big into exercising, eating health, the right things, yeah. all that. Healthy foods. Paul is also big. In general, <laughs> in general, it's a big guy, ladies. If you're out there, a huge appetite. He eats oh, a yeah. lot. Oh yeah, he eats a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hungry, ladies. Yeah. This episode is just gonna turn us uh, turn into talking about how ripped Paul is. <laughs> just big guy. Yeah, just, I'm hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I want to I want to turn this to uh, what we're talking about here. Oh. Body language. Mm. This is another thing I was thinking about today. Body language, how you perceive body language, how you read body language. Because I feel like it is hella confusing. I like, I'm not a person that. You good? <laughs> yeah, Paul's uh, laughing. So he's dying over here. Over here, Chris. Uh, I don't know. It's just Woo. difficult to read body language. I'm not good at it. I'm getting. I'm. I'm better. I'm getting better at it. But it can be difficult sometimes. You know, reading how someone's feeling. Because you have to be careful because I know with, like, my parents sometimes I would think my dad or my mom was upset and they weren't. Mm. And it's like, how do you approach someone? Like, should you just ask how they're feeling? Some people get upset, too. If you yeah. ask them, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm good. Why? 
but I'm, nothing's wrong with me. It's like, but typically that's when they're upset about yeah. something. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I mean, if someone's, I mean, if someone's going to respond yeah. that explosively, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. They're probably not fine. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Asking, I really don't think is necessarily the best way to go about it. There's just let them be. Uh, I wouldn't say always. I mean, it, it all depends. It's very, on. Yeah, it's very situational. I think you got to be tactful about it, too. Definitely. Just like instead of, you gotta come hey, with, you got to have a game plan. You know that depression you struggle with? How's that going? <laughs> like, no. You, you just be like, how was your day, man? You know? Mm. Um, something like that. I don't know, man. You kind of work, yeah. work around the problem until they either tell you there's something going on or mm. you realize that you should let them have their space yeah i mean you can't force someone to tell you what's going on if they're having troubles but i I think it's more important to just i think it's more important to create an environment and create a personality um to where like your friends and your family know that if they do need to talk to someone they can talk to you as opposed to being like talk to me (laughs) like that doesn't happen right but but creating an environment in in which you can be that place of comfort and if they are struggling with someone they know they can talk to you i think that's more important yeah i would agree with that i think people have to be comfortable i think that was something that was hard for me to understand because i'm an open person mm. i think i think i'm mostly you know with certain things but like if someone if someone's going through some i just want them to tell me so maybe that's hard for me to understand like i can clearly see something's going going on same with like attitude as well like i for me i have to be careful judging how other people are talking what they're saying because 99 percent of the time has nothing to do with you so yeah i completely agree i think people just have to be comfortable and you have to be close with that person too if they don't know you they're not gonna say anything no. so yeah i'm gonna talk about my feelings with some stranger like uh, yeah like get out of your guy like <laughs> who are you yeah of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> who are you <laughs> yeah man um so yeah i think the yeah so to transition to the last thing for this episode, I want to talk about how to debate. We had a great debate yesterday. Mm. Uh, Paul, you weren't there. I think uh, I think you were sleeping or somewhere else. But it was like me, uh, Chris, uh, what's his name, uh, Griffin. Is <laughs> 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 that right you? That guy. It's been a long day. I'm a little tired. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and then we were with our, our girl Shy, and Jocelyn was there for a minute. Uh, I think she like bounced a second. A second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, couple, and then more than a couple, less than a few. Homeboy yeah. uh, Jameson was there as yeah, well. Yeah, Jameson. So yeah, he was. We want to talk about what we talked about because that's for another episode. It, it, yeah, it, it was it was a really good conversation. But I think this brings up how to debate civilly with people. This is yeah. Very, very big thing, especially mm. in our country today. 100%. Oh, yeah. We need to learn how to have civil discourse, have level heads, be respectful. That's huge. And and at the end of the day, still shake hands and be like, hey, man, I love you, bro. We're good. Yeah. yeah. You know? Absolutely. Because this leads into this question right here. Discussing ideas, addressing issues, and formulating solutions to problems is, is honestly how human beings elevate and achieve great things. That's how we work through mm. things, right? We address the problem. We talk about it. That's how we grow. That's how we grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you know, how nations grow. You that's might be somewhere, works. Griffin. You might be. You might have a stance. I might have mm-hmm. a stance. But we're all. We're trying to. We have one yeah. singular goal. Exactly. We're all working yeah. towards the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody in the world who's like, yeah, I don't want 
people to die less, right? Like, <laughs> but but if you I talk hope to, not. No, but, but, yeah, but crank if you up talk, those numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you talk to the average, um, like let's say the average far right conservative and average far left liberal, that's what they will paint the opposite side as. Like they 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 hate each other right now. Yeah, they hate yeah, each other, man. It's ridiculous. It's bad. It's, bad. it's really really bad. And I it it dehumanizes people to the point where the identity that people begin assigning to others is based off of politics as opposed to them as people, right? It's like, no, that's not a person. That's a conservative person. He's a Republican. Yeah, like, yeah. he's Republican. Right? Oh, he's yeah. Democratic. Like, Labels. What is yeah. that, man? Yeah. Uh, why can't we just collectively no, that, work towards something that, that's That's better. Jake. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Jake, man. From State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, it's it. In um, oh, I was talking to to PA about this. Uh, sorry, Chris, the yeah. other day, um, and I, I was talking about how uh, or we were discussing um, how when people are discussing the same thing when they're from different political parties, they're not really discussing the same thing. Oh yeah, because a Democrat's like, for instance, let's say the word feminism. A mm. Democrat's view of the words feminism is completely different from a Republican view of the word feminism. How so? Right? Well, uh, on, so on yeah. average, at least, a lot of Republican people will say that feminism is saying that women deserve more rights than men. Right? And uh, at least at least that's my that's my perception. Right? Yeah. And a lot of Democratic people, because most, most Republicans say that they are not feminists, at least in my experience. And uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but most yeah. Republicans I've met From your have own said, personal point yeah, of view, yeah. that's what you believe. Most people I've met who are Republicans say that they are not feminists. Most liberal people or, or Democratic people that I've met say that they are feminists because that definition for them is that men and women should be equal. And I think everybody agrees with that definition. Right. right? Well, yeah. But when somebody, when a Democrat and Republican are discussing that word, that means two completely different things to them. They're discussing it as one term. So yeah. that's where a lot of the conflict is because they don't even have a common definition. Yeah. The words, uh, the terminology is all mixed up. Yeah. What words mean. Yeah. Right. And how you use the word. So, yeah, I agree with you. Like, to me, it's not hard. You know, we need to agree about things that are just like facts and, and like separating. Yeah, I, I just think division is bad. I think if like, I don't want to get political or anything, but I think if we just sat down like left or right, people just sit in a room, just see each other as human beings and talk about ideas and how things should be solved. I think there'd be a lot less chaos, a lot less name calling and, oh, yeah. and going after people's character their family it gets di- politics is dirty dog i think and if it's yeah. greasy i think it would be a really different kind of discussion if let's say one person that's very left and one person very right sat down in a room right and before they even talked politics before they even talked left right before they talked what their policies are they learned something about that person they learned something personal about that person yeah. and they are able to establish a connection mm. absolutely then the question becomes are you the type of person to classify them only based off of how they perceive something to to be i guess is the way i want to put it i'm not entirely sure it's kind of like you classify them more importantly about what they believe politically over who they actually are as a person yeah right yeah you guys separate 
the idea from the individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm a relatively liberal person, and I, I mean, we're we're in Florida right now. We, we're in Florida Gulf Coast, and there's I think most of the people on our floor are, are conservative, but I love everybody on our floor. Like they're all great, you right. know. But I think that's it, it's definitely important to know those people first because I've been in as a person exactly exactly because I've been in knock down drag out debates with people over politics and I don't think that would ever happen between me and somebody on the floor right now because I know them as people and I I, I'm assuming you guys would probably be in in similar situations Um, because I've been in people's throats discussing politics and then they've been in mine but it doesn't have to come to that. Yeah, we yeah. can establish that same kind of exactly. We can come to a conclusion where we're like, okay, we understand yeah. each other without one of us yeah. being on the ground afterwards. And and if you, I, I think if you recognize that most people are just trying to do what's best, and most people are genuinely good folks just trying to make the best solutions for the situation, and you keep that in mind when you're discussing something. That's how a positive discussion actually happens because you're, you're not pushing on ideas. Uh, people fall into the trap all the time of pushing um, very far-right ideas to right-leaning people and very far-left-leaning ideals to, very, uh, to just left-leaning people. You know, Just let them be people and talk to them about their points of view as opposed to the political party that's been assigned to them. You know. Yeah, and I think that w- when it comes to – I think – productivity as well like you want to make progress in a debate or at least come to a compromise yeah at least oh for sure and i understand there are sensitive topics for like people people are sensitive to all different kinds of things like you know abortion you know the whole pro-life versus Mm pro-choice and lgbt all that stuff there there's there's hard topics to talk about oh yeah. and listen i've gotten heated before with uh people in my family but that's okay because the next at the end of the day we call it a day like sometimes if someone's getting too emotional let's just take a break take a breather come back to it later or maybe not maybe we'll just say you know let's put a pin in it some other time mm. uh but just always come just always love always yeah. love and yeah. for me i think people at least in this day and age politics are not everything it's one segment of your life the moment you make it every day 24 7 you know Biden, Trump, whatever. Like, it doesn't need to be that that pivotal piece in your life. Like, I'm a patriot. I love my country, uh, and there's a time and place for everything. That's why I love saying there's a time and place for everything. There's time to vote for whoever. There's time to talk about topics that need to be talked about. But after that, live your life. You only got one life. I don't want to talk about all the drama and all the chaos. Or whoever, would, all the I don't know about anything that's going up at the top, right? Yeah, I got either you. party. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's leave it for the place that it's made to be used that kind of thing. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely, bro. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to wrap this up here. Uh, we're going to talk about some major takeaways. If you guys have any major takeaways, anything that really stuck with you through the show, if you have any, shout them out. If you don't, that's cool. Definitely about the happiness. I'd like to touch on a little bit again. Same, happiness. Definitely yeah. about... Um, you shouldn't be thinking about how the goal, right? You don't want to be thinking about, oh, I got to, the most important thing is reaching the goal. I got to do whatever it is to obtain my goal because my goal is what will make me happy. I might not be happy right now, but I know if I get this goal and I get this done, I will be a happier person. 
that's definitely the wrong way to look at it. Much like what Griffin was saying, it's definitely about the journey. It's definitely about sticking to what makes you happy right now. And maybe along the way that'll change. Maybe you'll like something else and that'll be what makes you happy. You can't always just choose right in the moment that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And it's, it's a really tough decision to make for yourself, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of college kids come here and they're like, oh, I'm not entirely sure what I want to be doing right now. Undecided majors. Yeah, undecided majors. They, it's not a bad thing. You shouldn't be upset that you're not on the same level as somebody who has already chosen their major, let's say. That doesn't make you any less of a happier person than them because they know what they want to do with their life because that may change for them too. So definitely it's just keep your head up and just stick to what makes you happy right now because I think that'll take you way further than just trying to make some arbitrary goal just to have a goal. Yeah, I like that. I like that too, yeah. I think also like, I think for me it's people. People, for, I think for me, people make me happy. Like obviously I love what I do, but hanging around like my friends, my family, that w- that's what makes me happy more than probably anything. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. People has been what's keeping me up so late at night and almost <laughs> missing class. <laughs> just because I spend so late just every different night just talking to somebody else, just seeing what they're like kind of yeah. thing. Facts, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the major thing for me is just people are human. I, I know that's a profound True. statement. People, really? Humans are humans. Dude. I know, it's crazy. But no, it's everybody's 100% human. Everybody's 100% flawed. And everybody's just trying their best to get through the world in their own way. right? And I think we forget that a lot. Um, because it's really, really easy to. There is no situation in life that you have not been at the absolute center of. Right? Every single thing in your human experience supports the idea that you are the absolute center of the universe because based on your genuine consciousness, you are at the center of the universe. There is no person in the world who has experienced anything like you have experienced because you can't experience that. Right? Yeah. But realize that that extends to everybody else. Everybody's trying their best. And a lot of people have a tough time out here, too, um, because it's a really confusing, big universe we got. And at the end of the day, everybody's trying to figure that out. So uh, afford them that idea. Afford them the idea that they're people just like you and that they need love and respect and everything else just like you do. Um, and I, I think that's how we, we can make some more progress, um, just just as society at large. Um, other key takeaway was that Paul is big, um, and he hits the gym a lot. <laughs> yeah, for, ladies and gentlemen, Griffin has, like, the biggest crush on Paul Hansen, Massive. man. Huge. 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 Jesus Christ. Huge. <laughs> um, who, who wouldn't? Yeah, for, who for wouldn't those of guy? you, for those of you who aren't in the room, Paul was flexing just a moment ago. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, it was. He was. He was having a good time. Uh, but yeah, no, just just be cool to people. I mean, it, just be cool. There's there's the golden rule and all of these cliches of oh, treat others the way you want to be treated. But it's real, man. 
okay, just be nice to people. Just try and love people. And next time you're having a knockdown, drag out political discussion, as I know many of you will, because I have them a lot <laughs> with my family, yeah. and I need time. to work on this too. Just try to remember that's another person at the end of your conversation. I mean, there's two people there, and they're both just trying their best. So give them that respect and, and give them that love. Polly, you got anything, man? Um, I agreed on the happiness and, you know, about um how to respect people and all that. That's a major one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, every, everyone is fighting a hard battle. Oh, yeah. You don't know. It's weird. You walk by people all the time. You have no idea what they're going through. Exactly. Absolutely. And, like, I get humbled every single time. I, I, I just start talking to somebody, and they're like, yeah, you know, my daughter died. I, like, I knew a woman. I just talked to her at the grocery store. She was really sad. I'm like, what's going on? Did you have a good day? You know, you're from around here? And she's like, I, you know, my daughter passed away. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's every everyone's got baggage. Everybody's got their own yeah. story. Yeah. I'm going to hit a word for the episode um, that I think is cool to remember is Sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R. Um, and that is the realization that every single person outside of yourself has a life as just as large and full as your own, right? Because so often, I mean, we minimize people so, so much. It happens to homeless people all the time. That's not a person. It's a homeless person, you know. That's not a, a person trying to have a discussion with me. It's a Republican or a Democrat or uh, so on and so forth, right? Everybody is just, I mean, everybody's experience is just as large and complex as your own. Everybody's life is as large and complex as your own. So don't forget that. And, uh, yeah, keep that with you, man. Sonder. Good word. I like that word, sonder. Yeah, it's it's a really beautiful word. I like it a lot. I had a substitute teacher who was in a band, and he called it sonder. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. There he, you go. I, I don't know how good they were. He invited me to come to one of his shows. I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, yo. <laughs> Wait, a substitute slide up, teacher? Dog? Yeah, because he knew I played. He brought his guitar into oh, class. Gotcha. Uh, there you he go, He was, man. like, playing for us. And then I played a little bit, and he was like, hey, you should she come to one of my shows and I was like yeah definitely and then I I never saw him again (laughs) (laughs) his mixtape's floating around somewhere (laughs) it's flowing I don't know man maybe have to hook back up with him I'll see what happens alright enough said alright guys I just want to do we're going to do a call to action you guys can hit me up on twitter show enough said you guys can also ask me questions on gmail enough said 2021 at gmail.com Uh, We upload every Friday. Make sure to subscribe. Please subscribe. Please leave reviews. Mm -hmm. It really helps a lot. Helps the show out a lot. Helps me out a lot. (laughs) Do it. If you got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play, you can find me on those uh, media outlets. Uh, Please let me know what issues you would like to hear me talk about. Please review. Uh, I would love to hear what y'all liked or disliked about the show. I I always love uh, criticism, feedback. It helps the show get better, and it helps me... Uh, know what you guys want for the next episodes, uh, guests, all that jazz. And yeah, enough said. We're out. Woo.